0: Driven mofo's. I wanted to mention something that means a lot to me. When I was younger, everyone doubted me and their doubts became my doubts. Their fears festered inside my mind and I hated myself as I knew I could do so much more in life. I just didn't know where to start and failure would reinforce what a loser I already believed I was. If it wasn't for listening to audios just like this, which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, I would have probably ended it all. I know that there are so many people out there who feel this way and are holding themselves back from greatness. So if I could ask just one favor today, it would be that you share this podcast with just one person as it may make all the difference and start them on a new path. So this has probably helped me to perform at my best for such a long period of time. And it's something that I've got to remind myself of almost daily. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more. All while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the one factor that helps me to drive forward consistently in my own life. And it's something that I think most people need to hear. It's also the reason why most people fall back into a comfort zone that stops them from getting the results that they really want in life. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about maximizing growth in your own life, personally, professionally, any area of life. This rule applies, and it's a fundamental law of growth. And I think that if you look anywhere in nature, anywhere in biology, I would say that this law applies everywhere. So it's such an important law, yet humans push against these laws and then wonder why they're not getting the results that they want. For instance, everything grows or dies. We know that. Biology knows that. But then, why is it that most humans don't want to consistently grow? They want to go back to where they're comfortable. They want to go back to where they feel safe, which is the reason why they stop growing. Now, when we have a look at where growth happens, growth seems to happen at this beautiful borderline of challenge and support. So, we need to know how do we get maximum challenge, but also maximum nurture when we're resting. Now, if we nurture too much, we become weak. If we have too much, challenge and we get over challenged, it can crush us. So we need to find this beautiful borderline between where are we getting challenged to our absolute maximum before we fall apart and then need to be nurtured. So if we're not getting this beautiful balance of challenge and support, then we're not maximizing growth. And for a lot of people, especially in Australia and the westernized world, there's this need to over support. So I think that that's part of the mental health problem and the mental health crisis, if you want to call it that. I mean, the media call it that. But part of the mental health crisis that's going on now is that most people are addicted to support. They want everyone to nurture them. They want everyone to support them. There's all these rules and legislations that stop people from doing anything that challenges them, that that stops them from getting too stressed out or too burnt out or too tired. And that can be a massive hindrance to people's ability to grow. But if you wanna be a fucking savage in life and you wanna get amazing results, then you have to keep figuring out, how do I push myself and challenge myself more Before that borderline, before I cross that borderline to where I fall over and need to be nurtured. Now, sometimes you will need to be nurtured. Now, only recently I was just having a workout and that was what was going on. I was pushing myself to the absolute edge and I noticed that I crossed that edge and afterwards my workout, I needed to just rest. I could hardly function. My legs were shaking, but I knew that I'd cross that line. Now, what that does is it crosses a threshold to make me grow more because I was maximizing my growth. That was like maximum growth right there. If you haven't watched the documentary of Matt Fraser, who's a CrossFit champion, if you have a look at most of his workouts, most of his workouts are either he is progressing with his form or his technique so that he becomes more efficient in his movements, or he is pushing his body to the limits where he's trying to maximize strength or he's trying to maximize his fitness or he's trying to maximize agility. In order to do that, he needs to push himself beyond his past breaking point. If you give up just before your breaking point every time, you actually make yourself weaker. If you push yourself to that breaking point to where you just can't function anymore, normally your body will get fitter or it'll get stronger. It has to adapt. The same thing happens when we lift weights. If you get to the point where you are doing maximum damage to the muscle, I gotta be careful of how I say this because it's slightly incorrect, but I'm just trying to use a metaphor. So if you're doing maximum volume where you're putting muscle under as much tension as you can over a period of time, your body then has to adapt to that volume. And so by doing that, you actually get stronger. Now, if you're someone who goes to the gym and you just push to the point where it's comfortable and you don't wanna step across that line of where things become uncomfortable, you might not realize this, but you're actually making yourself weaker. Okay, if you imagine running and you're used to running a kilometer, but today you don't feel like it. So you just do, let's say 900 meters. And that becomes your new norm. And then you start running 900 meters because that's your new comfort zone. And then you step back and, and after a while, 900 meters, you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm pushing it a little bit. So you reduce it to 850 meters. Over time, your fitness level or your ability to run at a long distance is gonna reduce. Now, if you wanna go the other way and you're used to running a kilometer, you've gotta then run one kilometer and 100 meters. And then next time it's one kilometer, 200 meters, one kilometer, 300 meters. Should you do that, you have a progressive overload. Now in strength training, that's what it's called. It's called a progressive overload. We have to find out how to progressively overload ourselves. Should we do that, we get maximum growth, but you also need maximum support. You could call it support, or you're gonna have to maximize your ability to be able to heal and rest. So let's just say you're pushing yourself at the gym, but you're not allowing rest time or you're not allowing recovery time, then you're never gonna grow. But you have to earn that right to rest. If you haven't earned the right to rest and you're resting and you're like, oh, I had a bit of a workout today and you know, I need some rest time, then you're just bullshitting yourself. Most people do it every weekend. They work throughout the week and then like, oh, I have to have a weekend because it's a weekend. But you're making yourself weak. Could you go another three days before you melt down? Go hard over the weekend and see what happens. And then when I say hard, I don't mean go hard and drink yourself stupid. What I mean is, can you progress more with your mission and your purpose in life and your values in life and see what happens. Driven mofos. I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. Recently, I've just changed my sleeping routine to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. When I wake up at five o'clock, I work from 5 a.m. in the morning until about 6.30 at night time, 6, 6.30, and then I normally stop, I have dinner with Jess, and then what I'll do is I'll spend the next hour or so just reading or doing something like that where I can wind down, because it improves my sleep. But I remember when I used to get up at, let's say, seven o'clock, I would be at work at eight, 8.30, maybe even nine o'clock, and then I would work until four o'clock in the afternoon, five o'clock or whatever. And I would be fucked. That was like a day where I was ridden, Like I was done. I was cooked. I just couldn't work anymore. But after a while, I started pushing myself more and more and more to develop being able to work 12-hour workdays. If you're someone who normally works an eight-hour day and you do a 12-hour day, you'll be knackered for a couple of days, okay? Because you're getting progressive. Well, it's not even progressive overload. It's just you're overloaded. But if you can go from working a nine to five job, and now you're doing nine to 5.30, that's gonna feel like shit if you do that consistently for a couple of weeks. But what will happen is 5.30 will become your new norm. Then you can work till six, and that will become your new norm. The problem that we have in society right now is that people are wanting to work less, so they're like, we want a four-day work week. What you're doing is you're making a population of people weaker and making poorer decisions in their own life. The question is, how do we work for six days, or seven days, or eight days, or 13 days? If you were to do that and then let's say you worked for three months straight and then took a month off, how would that be? Would that be completely different? Because now you've got hardcore rest because you've got a hardcore work ethic. It all depends and everyone's different. I'm not saying that that's the solution, but what I'm saying is you need to figure out how you can progressively overload yourself if you wanna perform better. If not, you're never gonna improve. If you're one of those weak pieces of shit in society that sits there and is like, I just want a fucking easy life. I just wish everything's too fucking hard. Well, of course it is because every time you do something, you're always going just below what your capacity is. You're always doing a little bit less and eventually less becomes less, becomes less, becomes less until it's pretty much nothing. You're pretty much useless. Now that's not a great way of living. If you can sit there and go, well, if this is my limit, I wanna see if I can push myself beyond that limit. Yes, you're gonna feel like shit. Yes, it's gonna feel uncomfortable. It's gonna feel completely foreign. But if you do that for an extended period of time, bang, all of a sudden you've got progressive overload and now that becomes your new norm. When you do that, watch what happens. You'll outperform most other motherfuckers out there. Why? Because most people are weak. They're always looking for oversupport, Like, oh, I wish my family helped me out more. I wish my friends helped me out more. I wish I won Cross Lotto. I wish life was easier. The government should provide more. This should happen. And they want everything outside of themselves to make their life easier. That's not the goal of life. The goal of life is progress. The goal of life is to be better in yourself. That's how you build your self-worth. That's how you build your self-love. That is how you build your self-respect. That is how you build your dignity. That is where you find out where your barriers are. That is where you find out where the line is, where you can keep pushing yourself beyond. So you need to go and find that out for yourself. And anyone who knows exercise and loves training knows that progressive overload has to happen in order to achieve great results. Why not take that same philosophy and enter it into a mental space or a working environment? Because if you wanna be great at something, if you wanna have mental fitness, You need to progressively overload your mindset. You need to get to that breaking point where you're like, I can't do anymore, but fuck it, I need to do just a little bit more. And watch what happens. You do that for a couple of weeks, bingo. You'll be at a whole nother level of operation. Mentally, you'll be stronger. People who consistently take the easy option make themselves weaker over time. They just don't realize it. So something I remind myself all the bloody time is that there is a beautiful borderline of challenge and support, which is maximum growth if you can navigate that very fine line, which I don't think anyone ever figures out where that exact line is, but what I do know is that if you can consistently push and challenge yourself and cross that line before you need support or before you need to heal, then you will get stronger, you will get fitter, you will have more endurance in all areas of life, whether it be mental endurance, whether it be financial endurance, whether it be your financial strength, whether it be your relationship strength, these are all principles of fitness and health but I think that they relate to pretty much every area of life anyway. So try and challenge yourself more, go beyond your breaking point, keep pushing yourself. I'm not saying go completely destructive and just destroy everything because then you're not taking that support side, but you need to know where that is. In my events, I know that I used to speak for out about 50, 55 hours over four days. So I would run a four day event and speak for 50 to 55 hours. That was like my breaking point, okay? But what I would know is that every time I would get to a point throughout that event and go, right, if I can just push a little bit harder, if I can just eat a little bit better, if I can improve my sleeping patterns, then I can get a little bit more out of myself. And I was looking to see how I could adjust areas of my life and areas in the way that I was living to be able to get more out of myself. The first time I did that event, now that originally used to be Thrive Time. Our Thrive Time event now doesn't do that many hours just because it, was, it wasn't the best for everybody but I wanted to see how far I could push people and how far I could push myself. And what I found was that once I got to that breaking point, I had to start to improve multiple different areas. I could not get to breaking point at 30 hours on the third day and then just go, "Oh fuck it, I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm I'm just going to give up. It was like, right, shit, I better improve my sleeping. So next time I run Thrive Time, I improve my sleeping. Then the next time it was like, right, how do I improve my nutrition? Because if I'm eating shit, I'm feeling more tired. I'm going to burn out faster. So I need There's no choice. I have no other option. I was committed to running that event. And that event had, you know, the amount of content that was in there was about 55 hours. And I had to get it done within four days. So we would go until like 10 a.m. until two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning sometimes. Now, it was a wild experience for everybody. And I think it really taught people where their breaking point was. But my point is that if you never cross that threshold, you will never really improve in your own life. You'll never really do better. When people were like, well, you know what? I'm tired. I've had a big week. Well, that's probably true because you're eating shit, you're sleeping shit, you don't deal with the relationship challenges that you have, you're not dealing with problems at work, you're not putting in better process, you're not putting in better systems, you're not delegating shit. So of course, by the end of the week, you're going to be burnt out. When you have no other option, you're like, I got to go another four days. You then have to start to make changes because life becomes too painful. So you have to change. That's what creates that growth. But then after that, you need to make sure that you rest, that you heal correctly, and then off you go again. And I guarantee it'll change your life. That way of thinking, the, the borderline of challenge and support or the borderline between challenging and nurture, I guarantee will change your life. Keep trying to push more and more and more and keep trying to challenge yourself. But when you do cross that line, you fall to bits, make sure you nurture yourself and then go again. Don't do what I used to do and fall to bits and then beat the shit out of myself and feel like crap because I wasn't working hard enough. The truth is I worked hard enough. Now it's time to heal. Now it's time to rest. But then you'll also know when it's time to go again. These days, if I have one day off, I know that I'm recharged. I can go again. Back in the old days, I would spend a day beating myself up, eating shit food, feeling like crap, which then would push out that healing time. And sometimes it might take me a week or two to recover because I just did not allow myself recovery time. That's not fair. But make sure you're not like most lazy people and have recovery time before you've actually earned the right to recover. Hope that helps Driven Mofos. Have a great day. If you're loving these episodes, remember to share them with your friends, share them with your family. And if you haven't already rated this podcast, all you need to do is whatever app you're listening to it on, just click on the star rating and please give this podcast a rating. We are so close to, to hitting some of the goals that I had in the first year of this podcast. I wanna make sure we get 100 five-star reviews on our Spotify account. And I would love to get to 55-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. And we're so close. All I need for anyone who's listening to this who has been enjoying it, please make sure you leave us a review. That's all I ask. Anyway, if you haven't already done so, I do appreciate it. Have a great day. Keep kicking ass. And I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur.